Chapter 3, Part 5 of The Legends of the Jews, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Legends of the Jews, Volume 1, by Rabbi Louis Ginsburg. The Translation of Enoch The sinfulness of men was the reason why Enoch was translated to heaven. Thus Enoch himself told Rabbi Ishmael, When the generation of the deluge transgressed and spoke to God, saying, quote, Depart from us, for we do not desire to know thy ways. End quote. Enoch was carried to heaven to serve there as a witness that God was not a cruel God in spite of the destruction decreed upon all living beings on earth. When Enoch, under the guidance of the angel Anpiel, was carried from earth to heaven, the holy beings, the Ophanim, the seraphim, the cherubim, all those who move the throne of God, and the ministering spirits whose substance is of consuming fire, they all, at a distance of six hundred and fifty million and three hundred parasangs, noticed the presence of a human being, and they exclaimed, quote, whence the odor of one born of woman. How comes he into the highest heaven of the fire consecrating angels? But God replied, quote, O my servants and hosts, ye, my cherubim, ophanim, and seraphim, let this not be an offense unto you, for all the children of men denied me and my mighty dominion, and they paid homage to idols, so that I transferred the Shekinah from earth to heaven. But this man Enoch is the elect of men. He has more faith, justice, and righteousness than all the rest, and he is the only reward I have derived from the terrestrial world. End quote. Before Enoch could be admitted to service near the divine throne, the gates of wisdom were opened unto him, and the gates of understanding and of discernment, of life, peace, and the Shekinah of strength and power, of might, loveliness and grace, of humility and fear of sin, equipped by God with extraordinary wisdom, sagacity, judgment, knowledge, learning, compassionateness, love, kindness, grace, humility, strength, power, might, splendor, beauty, 
shapeliness, and all other excellent qualities beyond the endowment of any of the celestial beings, Enoch received, besides many thousand blessings from God, and his height and his breadth became equal to the height and breadth of the world, and thirty-six wings were attached to his body to the right and to the left, each as large as the world, and three hundred and sixty-five thousand eyes were bestowed upon him, each brilliant as the sun. A magnificent throne was erected for him beside the gates of the seventh celestial palace and a herald proclaimed throughout the heavens concerning him, who was henceforth to be called Metatron in the celestial regions. Quote, I have appointed my servant Metatron as prince and chief over all the princes in my realm, with the exception only of the eight august and exalted princes that bear my name. Whatever angel has a request to proffer to me shall appear before Metatron, and what he will command at my bidding ye must observe and do. For the prince of wisdom and the prince of understanding are at his service, and they will reveal unto him the sciences of the celestials and the terrestrials, the knowledge of the present order of the world, and the knowledge of the future order of the world. Furthermore, I have made him the guardian of the treasures of the palaces in the heaven, Arabat, and of the treasures of life that are in the highest heaven. Out of the love he bore Enoch, God arrayed him in a magnificent garment, to which every kind of luminary in existence was attached, and a crown gleaming with forty-nine jewels, the splendor of which pierced to all parts of the seven heavens, and to the four corners of the earth. In the presence of the heavenly family, he set this crown upon the head of Enoch, and called him, quote, the little Lord, end quote. It bears also the letters by means of which heaven and earth were created, and seas and rivers, mountains and valleys, planets and constellations, lightning and thunder, snow and hail, storm and whirlwind, these and also all things needed in the world and the mysteries of creation. Even the princes of the heavens, when they see Metatron, tremble before him, and prostrate themselves. His magnificence and majesty, 
the splendor and beauty radiating from him overwhelm them. Even the wicked Samael, the greatest of them, even Gabriel, the angel of the fire, Bardiel, the angel of the hail, Ruhael, the angel of the wind, Barkael, the angel of the lightning, Zamael, the angel of the hurricane, Zakakael, the angel of the storm, Suael, the angel of the earthquake, Zaphael, the angel of the showers, Ramael, the angel of the thunder, Rashael, the angel of the whirlwind, Shalgael, the angel of the snow, Matrael, the angel of the rain, Shamshael, the angel of the day, Leliel, the angel of the night, Galgael, the angel of the solar system, Afaniel, the angel of the wheel of the moon, Kokabael, the angel of the stars, Ratael, the angel of the constellations. When Enoch was transformed into Metatron, his body was turned into celestial fire, his flesh became flame, his veins fire, his bones glimmering coals, the light of his eyes heavenly brightness, his eyeballs torches of fire, his hair a flaming blaze, all his limbs and organs burning sparks, and his frame a consuming fire. To right of him sparkled flames of fire, to left of him burnt torches of fire, and on all sides he was engirdled by storm and whirlwind, hurricane and thundering. Methuselah After the translation of Enoch, Methuselah was proclaimed ruler of the earth by all the kings. He walked in the footsteps of his father, teaching truth, knowledge, and fear of God to the children of men all his life, and deviating from the path of rectitude neither to the right nor the left. He delivered the world from thousands of demons. The posterity of Adam, which he had begotten with Lilith, that she-devil of she-devils. These demons and evil spirits, as often as they encountered a man, had sought to injure and even slay him. Until Methuselah appeared and supplicated the mercy of God, he spent three days in fasting, and then God gave him permission to write the ineffable name upon his sword, wherewith he slew ninety-four myriads of the demons in a minute, until Agramus, the firstborn of them, came to him and entreated him to desist. 
at the same time handing the names of the demons and imps over to him. And so Methuselah placed their kings in iron fetters, while the remainder fled away and hid themselves in the innermost chambers and recesses of the ocean. And it is on account of the wonderful sword by means of which the demons were killed that he was called Methuselah. He was so pious a man that he composed two hundred and thirty parables in praise of God for every word he uttered. When he died, the people heard a great commotion in the heavens, and they saw nine hundred rows of mourners corresponding to the nine hundred orders of the Mishnah which he had studied and tears flowed from the eyes of the holy beings down upon the spot where he died. Seeing the grief of the celestials, the people on earth also mourned over the demise of Methuselah, and God rewarded them therefore. He added seven days to the time of grace, which he had ordained before beginning destruction upon the earth by a flood of waters. End of chapter 3 The Death of Eve Recording by Robert Scott August the 9th, 2007